Chapter Twenty Six of Elsie's Motherhood. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Elsie's Motherhood by Martha Finley. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Proverbs twenty two six. As naturally as the helianthus to the sun did the faces of elsie's little ones turn to her when in her loved presence at the table at their sports their lessons everywhere and however employed it was always the same the young eyes turning ever and anon to catch the tender sympathetic glance of mamma's but at dinner to-day vi's great blue orbs met hers but once and instantly dropped upon her plate again while a vivid blush suffused the fair face and neck and when the meal was ended and all gathered in the drawing-room vi still seemed to be unlike her usual gay sunny self the merriest prattler of all the little crowd of children the one whose sweet silvery laugh rang out the oftenest she stood alone at a side table turning over some engravings but evidently with very little interest the mother engaged in conversation with the other ladies watched her furtively a little troubled and anxious yet deeming it best to wait for a voluntary confidence on the part of her child longing yet dreading to make it vi was again puzzling her young brain with the question whether meta was right in saying it would be selfish to do so ah if she could only ask mamma which was the right way to do it was the first perplexity she had not been able to carry to her for disentanglement remembering the words of the lord jesus sanctify them through thy truth thy word is truth elsie had been careful to store her children's minds with the blessed teaching and precious promises of god's holy book she had also taught them to go to god their heavenly father with every care sorrow doubt and difficulty i'll ask jesus thought vi he'll help me to know because the bible says if any of you lack wisdom let him ask of god that giveth to all men liberally and upbraideth not and it shall be given him she slipped into an adjoining room where she was quite alone and kneeling down whispered softly with low sobs and many tears dear father in heaven i've been a very very naughty girl i've disobeyed my dear mamma please forgive me for jesus sake and make me good please lord jesus help me to know if i ought to tell mamma a text one of the many she had learned to recite to her mother in that precious morning half-hour came to her mind as she arose from her knees he that covereth his sins shall not prosper but whoso confesseth and forsaketh them shall have mercy i did not cover them she said to herself i told god but then god knew all about it before he sees and knows everything but mamma does not know perhaps it means i mustn't cover them from her i think jesus did tell me wiping away her tears she went back to the drawing-room 
the gentlemen were just leaving it her father among the rest a sudden resolution seized her and she ran after them papa he turned at the sound of her voice well daughter i i want to ask you something another time then pet papa's in a hurry now but seeing the distress in the dear little face he came to her and laying his hand on her head in tender fatherly fashion said tell papa what is it that troubles you i will wait to hear it now papa she said choking down a sob i i don't know what to do about what daughter papa suppose suppose i've done something naughty and and it would grieve dear mamma to hear it ought i to tell her and and make her sorry my dear little daughter he said bending down to look with grave tender eyes into the troubled face never never conceal anything from your mother it is not safe for you pet for she would far rather bear the pain of knowing if our children knew how much how very much we both love them they would never want to hide anything from us papa i don't but somebody says it would be selfish to hurt mamma so the selfishness was in doing the naughty thing not in confessing it go my child and tell mamma all about it he hastened away and violet crept back to the drawing-room the other children were leaving it come vi they said we're going for a walk thank you i don't wish to go this time she answered with gravity i've something to attend to what a grown-up way of talking you have you little midget laughed meta then putting her lips closer to vi's ear violet travilla she whispered don't you tell tales or i'll never never play with you again as long as i live mamma says it's wicked to say that returned vi and i don't tell tales then as meta ran away violet drew near her mother's chair mamma was talking so she must not interrupt so she waited longing to have the confession over yet feeling her courage almost fail with the delay elsie saw it all and at length seized an opportunity while the rest were conversing among themselves to take vi's hand and draw her aside i think my little girl has something to say to mother she whispered softly smoothing back the clustered curls and looking tenderly into the tear-stained face violet nodded assent her heart was so full she could not have spoken a word without bursting into tears and sobs mamma understood and rose and led her from the room led her to her own dressing-room where they could be quite secure from intrusion then seating herself and taking the child on her lap what is wrong with my dear little daughter she asked oh mamma mamma i'm so sorry so sorry cried the child bursting into a passion of tears and sobs putting her arms about her mother's neck and hiding her face on her breast mamma is sorry too dear sorry for anything that makes her vi unhappy what is it what can mother do to comfort you mamma i don't deserve for you to be so kind and you will have to punish 
instead of comforting. But I just want to tell about my own self. You know I can't tell tales, Mamma. No, daughter, I do not ask or wish it. But tell me about yourself. Mamma, it will make you sorry, ever so sorry. Yes, dear, but I must bear it for your sake. Oh, Mamma, I don't like to make you sorry. I, I wish I hadn't, hadn't been so naughty. Oh, so naughty, Mamma, for I played with some of your Mamma's things that you forbade us to touch, and, and one lovely plate got all broken up. I am very sorry to hear that, returned the mother, yet far more grieved by my child's sin. But how did you get the door open and the plates off the shelf? I didn't, Mamma. They were out. Someone else did it? Yes, Mamma. But you know I can't tell tales. It wasn't any of our children, though none of them were naughty but just me. Were you playing with the plate? Did you break it? No, Mamma. I didn't touch the plates, but I was dressing one of the dollies. They are all locked up again now, Mamma, and I don't think anybody will ever touch them any more. A little tender, serious talk about sin and danger of disobedience to parents, and the mother knelt with her child. In a few simple words, ask God's forgiveness for her, then telling Vi she must remain alone in that room till bedtime, she left her. Not one harsh or angry word had been spoken, and the young heart was full of passionate love to her mother that made the thought of having grieved her a far bitterer punishment than the enforced solitude though that was at any time irksome enough to one of vi's social fun-loving temperament it cost the mother a pang to inflict the punishment and leave the darling alone in her trouble but elsie was not one to weakly yield to inclination when it came in conflict with duty. Hers was not selfish love. She would bear any present pain to secure the future welfare of her children. She rejoined her friends in the drawing-room, apparently as serenely happy as her wont. But through all the afternoon and evening her heart was with her little one, in her banishment and grief, yearning over her with tenderest mother love. Little Elsie, too, missed her sister, and returning from her walk, went in search of her. She found her at last in their mamma's dressing-room, seated at the window, her cheek resting on her hand, the tears coursing slowly down, while her eyes gazed longingly out over the beautiful fields and the lovely orange groves. "'Oh, my own Vi, my darling little sister, what is the matter?' asked Elsie clasping her in her arms and kissing the wet cheek a burst of bitter sobs while the small arms clung about the sister's neck and the golden head rested for an instant on her shoulder then the words ah oh, i tell you but i can't now for you must run right away because mamma said i must stay here all alone till bedtime then i must go pet but don't cry so if you've been naughty and are sorry, Jesus and Mamma too will forgive you and love you just the same, Elsie said, kissing her again, then releasing her and hurried from the room, 
crying heartily in sympathy on the upper veranda whither she went to recover her composure before rejoining her mates she found her mother pacing slowly to and fro is my elsie in trouble too mrs travilla asked pausing in her walk and holding out her hand for my fie mamma sobbed elsie taking the hand and pressing it to her lips yes poor little pet mother's heart aches for her too mrs travilla answered her own eyes filling i am glad my little daughters love and sympathize with each other mamma i would rather stay with vi than be with the others may i no daughter i have told her that she must spend the rest of the day alone yes mamma she told me so and wouldn't let me stay even one minute to hear about her trouble that was right time crept very slowly to violet she thought that afternoon the longest she had never known after a while she heard a familiar step and almost before she knew it papa had her in his arms with a little cry of joy she put hers around his neck and returned the kiss he had given her oh i'm so glad she said but papa you have to go away because nobody can stay with me i'm papa may he said sitting down with her on his knee so you told mamma about the naughtiness yes sir i'm glad you did always tell mamma everything if you have disobeyed her never delay a moment and go and confess it yes papa but if it's you then come to me in the same way i want you to be a happy child and have no concealment from father or mother shall i tell you about it now papa you may do as you like about that since your mother knows it all papa i'm afraid you wouldn't love such a naughty girl any more mamma loves you quite as well and so shall i because you are our own own little daughter there were tears in mamma's eyes when she told me that she had to punish our little vi oh i'm so sorry to have made mamma cry sobbed the child sin always brings sorrow and suffering sooner or later my little girl remember that and that is because jesus loves us that he would save us from our sins after a little more talk in which violet repeated to him the same story of her wrong-doing that she had already told her mother her papa left her and she was again alone till mammy came with her supper a bowl of rich sweet milk and bread from the unbolted flour that she might have tempted the appetite of an epicure come honey dry those wet eyes and eat your supper said mammy setting it out daintily on the little table which she had placed before the child and covered with a fine damask cloth fresh from the iron de milks de all clean and de bread good as can be and you can have as much as er as you want aboard dem did mamma say so mammy yes child and don't shed no more tears now old mamma's loves you like her life but i've been very naughty mammy sobbed the little girl yes miss little honey and we's all been naughty but de good lord forgive us for jesus sake if we sorry and don't tend never to do so no more 
yes mammy oh i wish you could stay with me but you mustn't for mamma said i must be all alone yes darlin and if you wants more supper just ring and mammy will come she placed a small silver bell on the table beside vi and with a tender compassionate look at the tear-swollen face went away the young travillas were sometimes denied dainties because of misconduct but always allowed to satisfy their youthful appetites with an abundance of wholesome nourishing food vi ate her supper with a keen relish and found herself greatly comforted by it how much one's views of life are brightened by a good comfortable meal that does not overtax the digestive organs vi suddenly remembered with a feeling of relief that the worst of her trouble the confession was over and the punishment nearly so it was only a little while till mamma came and took her on her lap and kissed her and forgave her mamma i'm so so sorry for having disobeyed and grieved you whispered the child weeping afresh for i do love you very very much my own mamma i know it dearest but i want you to be far more sorry for having disobeyed god who loves you more a great deal than your parents do and has given you every good thing you have yes mamma i've asked god many times to forgive me for jesus's sake and i think he has yes if you've asked him with your heart i am sure he has for jesus said verily verily i say unto you whosoever shall ask the father in my name he will give it you there was a little pause vi nestling close in her mother's arms then with a quiver in her voice mamma she sighed will you ever trust me again just the same as before my child because i believe you are truly sorry for your sin against god and against me thank you dear dear mamma oh i hope god will help me to keep from ever being naughty any more End of chapter 26